Good evening. I'm Diane Sawyer. And I'm Barbara Walters. And you're watching the Bicons Podcast. You know, ever since I watched Donnie Darko, and like we live so close to an airport and we have like planes driving, driving, flying on top of the house all the time, I always think about one of the engines falling off and like falling into the house. Oh my god. Yeah. Just, and like killing me. Yikes. I think about that a lot, but not in that way. I think about it like the Breaking Bad way. The oh, Donnie Darko. Breaking Bad. Um, like a plane two planes crashed up in the air and then like a whole bunch of parts fell from the sky in like everybody's lawn in donnie darko it like starts off the movie (laughs) in donnie darko it's it like kicks off this like you know timeline loop thing that is going on in the movie like jake gyllenhaal's character dies because the engine like from a plane falls into the house Mm -hmm. i still don't understand that movie though I still don't either, but I really liked it. Same. <clears throat> I like the vibes. It's so, yeah. Yeah. Disgusting vibes. <laughs> but I love, like, the the look of it. Yeah. So much, too. That crazy, like, silver thing all around the house. The really thing cool. that, like, flows through him. Yes. Like, yeah. Whatever that is. The ether. I don't fucking know. It's amazing. Today, we are talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. Oscar winner. Extraordinaire. <laughs> Directed by the Daniels. Or and me, the Davids. Because I forgot. It's an easy mistake. <laughs> and it's starring Evel- uh, Michelle-, <sighs> Michelle Yeoh, 72, and Kihui Kwan. I always forget his fucking name. He's the most adorable man. What a wonderful gentleman. He's so cute at award shows. He's, like, so excited to be there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Wayman's character was really cute, too. I absolutely loved that, like, Evelyn fell back in love with him by the end of the movie. Yeah. That was so nice. When she turned back and said that she was learning to fight like him. Yeah. The whole movie, she was like, oh, he's probably ruining everything. But, like, in reality, he was always fixing everything just by being kind. Like, he brought the auditor cookies, and she gave them, like, an extension. And, like, little things like that. Yeah. He's always trying to take care of her. Yeah. He's really sweet. Yeah. And lovable. Anyway. Do you ever feel like your relationship with your mother... Listen. (laughs) No, continue. I feel like... There's a specific scene, what they say word for word. It's like the scene where I feel like Joy was trying to tell her mom to like, let her go, let her go. Oh, the like, the scene at the very end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like crying, like, let her go. And when she got mad that her mom introduced her girlfriend, Becky, to her grandfather, Gong Gong, as her actual girlfriend, and she like stormed outside. What do you make of that moment when she like walks outside into the parking lot, storms out and like 
yells at her mom. It kind of like, I feel like in that moment for me, like Joy and Joju, Joy and Jobu Tabaki like finally were like one person to me. Cause like, I could tell that it was like essentially Jobu Tabaki talking, but like it was, it felt like, like she kept saying, I, she kept saying like, oh, I was hoping you would see something different than me. But then at the same time, she was also trying to like convince her mom that everything was meaningless. And like in that moment, her mom like finally started acting differently and it like it was like it was too late or something it was like it hurt worse than her just staying the same or something. yeah and yeah. I'm, that's exactly it it's like it hurt worse than her being the same yeah and that she was like pissed off at her mom for doing something she should have done way earlier yeah but i is that why she had like the meltdown i feel like she didn't have the meltdown because she thought it was just too late i, I feel like was- bigger I feel like it was also because it was happening at the same time as the bagel. Like this was all going down in like, and then in the other universe, like her, her mom was trying to talk her out of going into the bagel. Yeah. And they're like connected her, those two versions. And like the family was working together also. And it was like, I don't know. She was like, she was pretty much for all intents and purposes, suicidal. Yes. Like she wanted to die. Yes, she made a bagel. Yeah. And like I feel like <laughs> I don't know if this is just me projecting, but I feel like she was like, "Oh, now you guys are getting it together. I've been through like all of this and I've been through all of this pain and I've like sunk to your level of miserableness and now like it's all coming together." Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's like a shock to the system when that happens like when your parents surprise you like that and yeah it's like, like a little like moment of like genuine connection or whatever after like all this time of like being kind of miserable yeah um, maybe she felt like really overwhelmed yeah. maybe she felt like she couldn't trust it at first and like really really liked it yeah. but was scared of trusting it maybe that's what was also making it overwhelming yeah also, like, her mom was originally going to let her go. Yeah. Evelyn reminds me of my mom sometimes. Mm-hmm. In the way that I feel like she's so tense and nervous all the time and, like, kind of puts that on her kid. I feel like she portrayed, like, the immigrant mom role so well. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have an original experience when it comes to that. Like, everybody. Yeah. But... Did you ever watch it with your mother? That's like the thing that I saw. No. Yeah. There was like people watching it with their immigrant mothers and like relating to it so hard and then looking to their mother and it's like either their mother is also crying or their mother like just didn't get it. And I yeah, know. I feel like my mom wouldn't get it. Yeah. Just because of the language barrier. Maybe if it were translated, she would get it. Maybe. Also, maybe be disinterested because it's so science fiction. That's how I feel about my mom. I don't think my mom would watch it or, like, be interested in it. My mom doesn't like watching things with subtitles. She has, like, the opposite of, like, 
my thing where like I have to watch with subtitles to like not have to but I prefer watching with subtitles for anything just because it helps me concentrate whereas like with her she will like only focus on the subtitles and like not Mm. like be able to pay attention to like what's going on in the screen god which okay but (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't I don't think my mom would get it either i never looked at it that way but i don't know it's definitely very well written love the dildo fighting scene are you kidding me? where is it all going who (laughs) is buying that let alone two of them there were multiple dildo mentions in this butt plugs um multiple different dildos of different sizes one of which was probably like the length of a broom (laughs) where i'm afraid yeah it was a lot to handle that guy slamming his ass down on the desk unnecessary you didn't have why are you using the full weight of your body to put that up your butt you didn't have to do that just take it gracefully and go to the bat. Like, go. Don't. And then the next guy flies over a desk <laughs> and lands on it from, like, six feet in the air. There's no way in hell. Not. Oh, my God. He didn't even flinch. No. I love it. I think. For some reason, a part of this movie that, like. You know, the last 20 minutes of this movie are, like, very emotionally intense, as is. It's, like, everything is, like, coming to a head at that point, and, like, everyone, just everyone is saying things. It's, like, you can't get a break. Everyone's, like, being really emotional and, like, breaking down, whatever. But for some reason, the, like, little moment where, like, Gong Gong takes um, Becky's hand and just, like, says girlfriend. Yes! And she, like, she's choked up. Like, she doesn't actually know what he said, but I feel like she feels it. It was so touching the acceptance there i don't know why especially like two characters that are so like secondary to the plot it i don't know that got me for some reason and she was smiling so big and she was like what did he say yeah it was so sweet like holding back tears yeah yeah she felt it i don't know i don't think it's so secondary i feel like um Becky being recognized as Joy's girlfriend was a much bigger part of the subplot, second plot. Yeah. Because it was like, it was kind of like the thing that was like, I was just going to say, I I feel like um, the like acceptance of Becky was like this thing that like really tied like the three generations together. Like it was a lot about like, Joy and her mom and Evelyn and her dad as like kind of separate for most of it but I I don't know it was like Evelyn not wanting to tell her father about Becky was like creating this like huge divide yeah it was and I feel like Joy maybe wasn't on the one hand Joy wasn't like totally getting like how deep it like ran for Evelyn and at the same time, Evelyn didn't realize how important it was to Joy for, like, Becky to be accepted yeah. into the family or whatever. And, yeah. 
Evelyn thought it wouldn't make a difference at all. Yeah. She thought that, like, they could just, like, go about their lives and he doesn't need to know. Yeah. But it was it was important. It meant a lot to Joy and Jobu Tabaki. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I wondered, like, if Jobu Tabaki, like, had Becky in her, like, original universe. Or if it was just another girl or if, like... There was no girl at all in Alpha, in her Alpha universe because, like, you know, she became Jobu Tabaki before, like, that could even come up. I always wondered if, like, the Alpha universe, Evelyn even knew yeah. about her being a lesbian. I don't know. Maybe not. But clearly, like, it still bothered her. <clears throat> she stopped an entire, like hardcore fighting scene yeah to be like you are still hung up on this like all of these universes all this crazy shit that you've been through today and you think i'm the reason that your joy is a lesbian as if like her being a lesbian is like a trauma response or something she squashed homophobia (laughs) she destroyed homophobia she took it clean off the dictionary she made it look as ridiculous as it really is yeah which i thought was funny doesn't matter that much compared to everything else you could just like be a rock yeah which i think is like an there's like a part at the end where evelyn says like i refuse to keep treating my daughter the way you treated me like she says it to her dad or something and like I feel like that also had a lot to do with Becky. Like, she realized that her being so hung up on her daughter being gay was, like, the same as her dad being hung up on her wanting to leave with Waymond. Right. When she was a kid. Not a kid, but, yeah. I was gonna say, that is why it almost matters as much as it doesn't matter. It means everything as well as nothing. Because, like, in the beginning, she was, like really you're gonna get hung up over something like this over every like just like you said over everything you saw today there's so much more in the multiverse yeah and this is what you're choosing to like stick to but then at the end of the movie her like finally telling gong gong about like becky is what sent her to like march out into the street and like because it mattered a lot yeah it like paralleled the moment of sinking in to the bagel it meant so much i like that parallel i think that was like it that moment was also like a realization for jobu at least that like i don't know i feel like she had been going on for so long with like this like nihilistic nothing matters like existential like why are we even here yeah if this is worth it thing to like getting very significantly upset about something that she like more or less really wanted for a long time and i feel like it was like her being like oh this does matter like nothing all this time nothing has mattered but this matters to me and like i don't know it was like a breaking point or something yeah it was a breaking point yeah and i feel a lot like joy although i did look up and see that stephanie sue is not well, it's only speculated that she's queer. Well, after you said that, I like looked at her Instagram 
because yeah. I wanted to see if I could like find any pictures <clears throat> and like I stumbled across an article where she said herself that like she was talking about the representation of joy being a queer Asian American woman Mm-hmm. And then she said, like, something like, like myself, or like that being my life, too, or something oh. like that. Yeah. So oh I think you were right when you said she identifies as bisexual, or at least <gasps> queer. She confirmed in an interview. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the team. <laughs> um, yes, ma'am. I didn't know that. That makes yeah. me so much happier. She came out of nowhere. Like, I've seen her before in, like, little things. But, like, I've seen her in, like, commercials. And for, oh. Stephanie, for Stephanie to, like, go from, like, such small roles to being in this movie is so cool. Granted, I don't think these directors have directed true much else on their own either. Oh, that's a lie. Wait, cut oh, really? that out. Yeah, yikes. Daniel Scheinert... The white one mm-hmm. directed. Oh my god, they both directed Swiss Army Man. Oh yes, I want to watch that so bad. And that movie, fucking. That's also like a really got a big lot of Rushi meat. But aside from that, I think that's their only other big thing. Yeah, that's their big thing. Now that you mention it, holy shit! Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that too, Daniel Radcliffe. And like, is it Kehui Kwan? Yeah. He also like kept saying like in all at all of the award shows that like he almost gave up on quitting and like he hasn't really taken a big acting job in like twenty years. So I feel like Michelle Yeoh was really the only like big deal in this movie. Everyone else, well, I guess Jamie Lee Curtis also, obviously. True, but. Everyone else, yeah, it was sort of, like, this perfect storm of, like, people that, like, a, lo- a lot of us weren't familiar with. And I, uh, it was perfect. I don't know. It they was acted perfect. their asses off. They whatted their what? They acted their asses off. They did. And they edited their asses off. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's such a good movie. Every time I watch it, I clearly understand why it swept out the Oscars. Yeah. I'm happy I did. This was, out of the three times watching it, this was the only time I really ever, like, truly equated Jobu Tabaki and Joy as, like, very, very connected. Yeah, same. Before, I was always just seeing them as, like, totally different people. Like, Jobu was, like, just... Like, separate. Yeah, like, up until now, like, I've also, I think, only watched it, like, two or three other times... I always saw it as, like, Jobu, like, possessing Joy. Like, she does everyone else. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. And, be, and, like, Joy waking up and, like, not knowing where she is or something. But that, like, ending scene, I was like, no, they're... They're the same. Like, this is Jobu and Joy's pain. Like, one and the same. And I don't know. I noticed a lot of stuff I didn't really notice other times. Yeah. Still cried, though. Yeah. <laughs> inevitable (laughs) i love them i love this movie but yeah them at the oscars was really amazing i i like went into it knowing or at least 
really hoping that they were gonna win best picture and like especially considering what they were up against oh shisha shots fired no same no it just it i completely agree i'm so listen i watched i just love the tea what is it all all is quiet on the western front i watched it it's it's a good movie but it is a war movie we have 10 12,000 of them i need to look up who else they were up against because they were so tar when they fucking started on that movie of course (laughs) how could i forget tar all is quiet on the western front banshees of inishirin the whale the whale haven't seen that either top gun maverick women talking avatar the way of water the banshees of inishirin elvis the fablemans triangle of sadness i actually do want to see triangle of sadness i had like had never heard of it before the oscars but like they played a clip from it and it seemed kind of cool so i might watch it but i want to see all of these yeah only ones i've seen are avatar way of water everything everywhere all at once the fablemans tar and that's it but women talking seems really cool we need to have like that oscars movie month thing where like we watch movies that have been nominated for best picture that'd be good yeah La creme de la creme. So I think both Michelle Yeoh, hello, I'm like combining their names. Michelle Yeoh won Best Actress. Yeah. Mr. Kwan won Best Supporting Actor. Hey. And let's let's tell the audience who won Best Supporting oh, Actress. No. One of the biggest awards you could ever get. And I thought. Jamie Lee Curtis was a little more supplemental than that, if you know what I mean. She was only in it for, like, ten minutes, bro. And, like, she was a henchman for Uh, fucking Jobu Tabaki for, like, 90% of that and an IRS agent for the other. Like, I don't know. I just think it was really unfair that her and Stephanie Hsu were, like, even nominated in the same category to begin with. Yeah. And, like... Jamie Lee Curtis winning felt like one of those it felt like when Leonardo DiCaprio won you know where it's like she probably should have won an award a long time ago and we're finally just gonna give her one yeah you know somebody else yeah exactly Stephanie she hadn't gotten her ass off bro like she and even she looked really happy like yeah. forging but it just i don't know maybe it's because the academy might think she's too young or something i i got the feeling that it was like yeah like it was she's this is the first time she's ever been here like this, this is the first thing she's ever done like yeah like she hadn't like earned her her way in yet or something right. and like i don't know we all know the academy's bullshit to begin with like, yep. we know going into this that you know only 10 percent of the choices we're actually going to agree with but i don't know it just kind of felt like a slap in the face especially considering like the big scandal around jamie winning wasn't even about it wasn't all about stephanie losing it was also about angela bassett losing for black panther yes oh that's that's still crazy to me it's like you had these two like ridiculously stellar performances from two like women of color and like Stephanie Shu being like 
an Asian queer person playing an Asian queer person. And like, you, I don't know. And then you give it to the IRS woman. No offense. You give it to the old, like, white lady that's been here a thousand times. Like, she did a great job, but all she fucking did was, like, I don't know, go to the laundromat and, like, yell. She was hardly a supporting character. Hardly. And honestly, to me, Stephanie wasn't a supporting actress. Like, I saw her as, like, I guess she would be more of an antagonist, not a protagonist. But, like, to me, like, her and Michelle Yeoh were, like, kind of even in their roles in the movie. I get that, like, Evelyn was more at the center of it and she was the protagonist. But I don't know, like, as far as, like, screen time and, like, acting goes, like, they were more equal to me. So it was, like, I was, it it already rubbed me the wrong way that she was, like, lumped in the supporting actress category. Agreed. No, I I know what you're saying. Like, it's not fair to call it the same role that they had. Right. It's not. You're telling me... I get it. The auditor and the literal daughter and the antagonist were the same level. Right. Bullshit. Jobu Tabaki was like not only the full villain, but like the main character's daughter. And a main plot in this movie was about like that mother-daughter relationship. Yeah. Huge point. Anyway. It's crazy. But I'm happy they won. I'm happy they swept. They did, as they should. Casual slay for the Asians. Asians stand up. Is this two years in a row that, like, an Asian-led movie won? Because didn't Parasite win last year? Parasite won in 2019. Oh, oh my. That came out in 2019. You said last year? I watched it before COVID. Oh, my God. Time is so fake. I hated it. I hated oh, that. We're God. still in March 2020. I really am. I am. My brain has not left. I haven't. Oh. Mm. My brain's been rolling down a hill ever since <laughs> March 14th, 2020. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Still rolling. I feel like this movie. I don't like necessarily put this in there because I don't like relating COVID to stuff. But I just want to say that. <coughs> I feel like this movie coming out post-COVID and it being, like, about an existential crisis. Not all about, but, you know, like, that hit more. Like, I feel like, especially Joy being, like, so depressed about how, like, nothing means anything. And, like, that hit more after COVID than I think it would have beforehand. To no one's surprise... 10 out of 10 stars. 14 Oscars out of 10. Yeah. 14 Best Supporting Actress Awards out of 10. 14,000. Even if it went to the wrong person. (laughs) Oops. Unfortunately, this movie is a little harder to find. Um, Yeah, you have to get Showtime or watch it. Or have, like, a very specific Paramount Plus plan that we evidently don't have. Um, (laughs) Right. Get a Showtime free trial. But you have to watch it. And it's not in theaters anymore, obviously. But you have have to. You have to. It is extremely culturally significant. Um, Yes. yes. Casual slay for the (laughs) Asians. So many outfits. Watch it for Joju. Why do I always want to say Joju? Watch it for Jobu Tabaki's wardrobe. If yes. nothing else. While you're at it, so go good. watch Beef. Holy fuck. Okay. Ta- Want to talk about yeah. wins for the Asians? 
Beef, yeah. that show that just came out with Steven Yun and Ali Wong. Yes. Fucking perfect. It we haven't perfect. even finished it yet, and we're recommending it. Oh, right. We should say that. We have not seen the last two episodes, yes. so if it ends really poorly, don't hurt us. <laughs> but it's but really good so far. Yes. Tune in next time, and don't... You... <clears throat> Go watch that movie. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Vicons podcast. Music by DaVinci underscore beats. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. It helps us a lot. To keep up with new episodes, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Vicons Podcast and Twitter at Vicons Pod. See you next time.